0: All right, and joining us now is Gerald Salenti uh, at uh, TrendsResearch.com. That's where you'll find Trends Journal. Excellent publication, uh, about, uh, I don't know, two, 300 pages a week, isn't it, Gerald, that you've got there? And it's in a, a book format that you can view on the internet, but a wealth of information published weekly, Trends Journal. You can see a sample of it at TrendsResearch.com. Thank you for joining us, Gerald. How are you doing? I'm
1: doing all right. Considering how messed up the world is, <laughs> that's right.
0: Yeah, it is a mess, isn't it? Uh, how do you like that? Uh, how do you like the new monkeypox coordinator? It looks like he could coordinate a lot of monkeypox, doesn't he?
1: It's a freak show. <laughs> it is. And we have freaks. We have freaks running and ruining our lives. Yeah. And and you know this whole thing, you know, you know all the news. I mean, there's only one thing we should be talking about.
0: Mm-hmm. The, the death of the queen. The queen. Yeah, the queen bee died.
1: Yeah. No, when when my mother and father died, you know, they they don't count. That's right. May they rest in peace. And all the people I love that have passed away, they mean nothing. That's right. The queen is dead. That's right. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, she should have never died. She's a queen. She only (laughs) lived to, what, 96 years old. The average death rate in America, I think, is like 78 years old.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know what she didn't die of? COVID.
1: <laughs> the most the deadly old pandemic. Old man of... Died of COVID. What's that? The the her old man died of COVID.
0: Yeah. Well, you know
1: him, and then they shot him up and he died right after it.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he died of the shot. Yep. <laughs> that's that's what he died of. Uh, yeah, it is kind of interesting. I I talked earlier about uh, Prince Charles because I think he is a real dangerous globalist in terms of his environmental fantasies and boy, he's got some wacko ideas, but he's another one of these guys like Klaus Schwab. Uh, so that's what I was concerned about.
1: Well, let's, let's put this into context. The queen is dead. All the news, all the news. What the hell does it affect me one bit? the queen is dead that's right it didn't affect me when she was alive but here's why they do it and this is very important they elevate the people above us yes so she's at the top and then the next level are the presidents Mm -hmm. the prime ministers the chancellors When all these little scumbags come out they roll out a red carpet and all the little boys get dressed up in their military drag and salute. They are the dignitaries. They are a bus above us plantation workers of Landia. That's right. We mean nothing. That's the importance of this. The importance is that they elevate these people above us so we follow their orders. And now you're talking about the little Charlie boy, a little nothing of a nobody. Look at the murderous track record of Great Britain. Hey, all you people over there in India, you love the centuries that they conquered you and stole everything from your country and killed all you people. Oh, you love all the sun never sets on the British Empire. Yeah, you mean you're colonized? What? Isn't that another crappy word? Colonized. What colonized? You took over these countries, murdered people, and stole every damn thing you wanted to get. And what is she worth? About $40 billion.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: And I got to feel bad that she died? What the hell does it mean to me?
0: Yeah, I see all these, uh, uh, these um, eulogies of her talking oh. about how she was always about service. And I, I said to my wife, I said to Karen, uh, so I didn't realize she's like Mother Teresa or something, <laughs> working in the poor slums to help people. I mean, she's, she's, she's a multi billionaire. Uh, she's not Mother Teresa. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, the, it, it's like how the people look up to Winston Churchill. What a murderous little slob. Yeah, look what he did to Iran. He was the guy that, over, him when the CIA overthrew Mosaddegh in 1953, because we need their oil and they have no right to nationalize it. Oh, yeah, what he did in all those other countries, the people that that clown killed. Again, they elevate these people, so we look up to them. How can anybody with a brain bigger than a pea look up to a Biden or Trump? A little arrogant Gavin Newsom, a witness with me, a divine in Ohio, I'm the the governor. Yeah, a little hogle, the the hogleberry we got in New York. Oh, by the way, she mandated that we don't have to wear masks on mass transit. I, the governor, (laughs) hey, you didn't get elected, and who the hell are you to tell me what to do? Yeah, that's I'm the right. governor. I'm the yeah. senator. I'm the congressman. I'm the president. I'm the prince. Yep,
0: yeah, that's right. And uh, they're going to tell us uh, everything that we need to do because we have to save the planet. You know, I was talking earlier about how uh, Charles's new project is the Earth Charter. He calls it the, uh, uh, the Terra Carta. And you know, like the uh, Magna Carta, uh, but of course, this is not about the rights of humans. This is about the rights of the planet and how we are going to s- subordinate humans to the planet. But of course, you know, who will be acting on behalf of the planet? Well, he's appointed himself uh, as the advocate for the planet. So the planet will have privileges and rights, but we won't. Uh, that's bottom line for all of this. It's absolutely the, the guy is off the rails, but he is perfectly situated with the, the, the current um, uh, plot to try to, the excuse to try to take everything from us.
1: It's the club.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: It's yeah. one big club and you ain't in it, George Collins said. Yeah. That's all it is. That's right. It's an arrogant club.
0: That's right. Yeah, this is his club right there, the Earth League. Um, <laughs> it's like the League of Unextraordinary Non-Gentlemen is what I would call that thing. That's uh, That's what, um, that's what Again, he put up there.
1: Yeah. The, the 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 chick that was married to him couldn't stand the princess Di. Remember?
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: When they when they killed her too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. It is uh, it is pretty interesting. But you know the
1: um. Oh, by the way, I don't want to interrupt you, yeah. but talking about Princess Di, she had a nineteen ninety four Audi Cabriolet. British racing grain. Hmm. I got the same exact car. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. Oh,
0: that's cool. That's cool. But well, uh, maybe
1: they'll try to kill me too, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, just don't crash it in a um, in a tunnel. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's the important thing. So, he, had a, he drank too much and he got in an accident. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
0: Well, it is uh it is interesting to me to see in, 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 in how it has sucked up uh, all of the, all the news everywhere, uh, pretty much. Yeah. It's all about is it. It, Dan? Yeah.
1: How does that affect me? Yeah. What does it do to my life? And that's, by the way, that's what the Trends Journal is. To, if you listen to the news, keep listening to it and get dumber and dumber and dumber. Because that's all they do is they sell fear, hysteria, hate, and, and, and comic clown crap. Yeah. And what we do is we give people what they need to know, what they need to do, and, and how to do it. You know, there's no magazine like it. And I'm not saying it because it's my magazine. I'm saying it on you know, the publisher. But it's because we're giving every people the things that they they need. Like it, like for weeks. You know, yeah, they, it's terrible that they. this woman that was jogging down in Tennessee, wherever it was, Mrs. Yeah, I don't know. That's right. But I, I got to hear about that. How many people are killed every day?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I got
1: to hear this day after, oh, well, she was an heiress har- to a billionaire. That makes a difference. That's right. Yeah. That makes a difference.
0: Well, because, and I think what we're seeing now after this other shooting, this guy uh, r- immediately following that, this guy does a, a Facebook shooting down there. What we're seeing is the collapse of our society. Right and in front of our eyes. Right, right there. And that, I think, is the real story. You know, the, the way society story. is just coming unglued, as you've talked about many times, when everybody loses it, uh, loses everything, they, they lose it. But this is a, a loss of any morality, any ethics, any restrictions on people. This is a, a product of our society, of our schools especially, and our entertainment culture uh, that is responsible for these types of things.
1: I agree 100%. And there's another thing, and this, this, people hate to hear this. Once upon a time, there were hunters and gatherers. In other words, the men went out and worked, and the women raised the family.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, they have a child within a couple of weeks, several weeks. Boom! The kid is in a daycare center. Oh yeah. That's right. Oh, I'm not. I'm only me because my mother, may she rest in peace, was home all the time, and. When we came home from school, you know, make sure you're home at six o'clock, because that's when we all sat down and ate. That's right. So she's cooking all day long. She's taking care of the house. She's cleaning it. She's raising the children. Children now get thrown in a in a daycare, mm-hmm. lowest paid people, with a whole bunch of other kids, feeding them crap. Then the mother comes home from work. She gets home, what, 30, 6 o'clock, let's say? Yeah. And she, what is she giving the kid?
0: Fast food. Prepared food. Yeah, exactly.
1: Mostly ultra-processed. Over 60% of Americans are eating ultra-processed food. So now the mother isn't taking care of the kid. A stranger is with a whole bunch of other kids. They're not feeding the child properly. They're feeding him a lot of garbage crap. The kid has mental problems because he's with a stranger rather than the mother raising him. Yes. I wouldn't be me. Every day I have the pictures of my family on the wall over here, and I thank them every day. Yes. I thank my, my grandparents. My, I have a picture of my great-grandmother. May they all rest in peace, my aunts and uncles. I'm only me because of where I came from and what they did to teach me and raise me. And now kids aren't being raised by their parents, they're being raised by strangers. And any little problem that they have, boom, they shoot them up with drugs. That's
0: that's right.
1: they, they, They make up this crap. I ran away from kindergarten at four and a half years old. I crossed the Boston Post Road in the Bronx. That was the major artery in the day before the highways between New York and Boston. If I was now... They would have me shot up with drugs.
2: That's right. Instead,
1: what they did was they took me out because they know that they couldn't control me and I'd be dead. So I didn't go to bed and go to kindergarten. <laughs> I was too young. I was only like four and a half years old. And I loved being with my mother and, and my aunt Cookie and all the other ones. And I did not want to go. I, I hated kindergarten. I hated every day of school. But anyway, they would have me shot up with drugs. So when you're looking at the decline of society, you can look at it when mothers, to me, stopped raising their children, and they turned them over to strangers that get paid nothing, along with a whole bunch of other kids.
0: Oh, I agree. I agree. And that's been the plan for the longest time. And they know this. It's, it's kind of a, you go all the way back to Plato's Republic. And his goal was to make sure that the kids didn't even know who their parents were. Uh, their family was going to be the state. Uh, they were going to have their relationship. If they had any relationship, it was going to be to the state. Today, they don't even care about that. They just have these people as uh, you know, uh, free agents you know, and, and have them drugged up, have them living in a virtual world of, of entertainment and other things like that. But you're absolutely right, Gerald. Um, you know, The hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. So they, they want to make sure they take that hand away and that hand is their hand. And so they keep putting out these uh, programs at an earlier and earlier age you know, raising the taxes so people feel a pressure that both parents need to work, uh, destroying the family in terms of uh, telling everybody, no, you don't want to be married and and um, creating that kind of societal division that's there. Uh, in the past, we would have them say that uh, you know you would see all the time in the Bible you would see uh, that there's going to be restoration. When the hearts of the fathers are turned toward the kids, because the fathers were outside oriented outside of the family, the mother was the core, and so it was, it was understood that the mother was going to be the core of the family, and that uh, you know she was going to be taking care of the kids. But it was things were going to improve when you had two parents who were oriented towards the kids and thinking about their future. Now we have no parents who are oriented towards the kids in the way that uh, they should be because they're too stressed in terms of time and and too uh, divided and, and what they have to do. And, and that is by design, I think.
1: Yeah, it, it's demonic. Uh, it's, yeah. to me, yeah, It's been going on in a lot of different ways. What do you say? The hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's brilliant. Right. I, I'm going to use that. In, in well, that's not you.
0: mine. That's a very, <laughs> that's a very well, old not. one. But yeah, I didn't come up well, with that. But it's true. It is true. You know, there yeah. was a lot of power in that. There was a lot of honor in that position. And people used to understand that. But they have denigrated the position and the function of the mother just as they have denigrated the function of the family. They don't even want to hear what the parents have to say about their kids in school. They want you to abandon your kids to the school. They even talk about that in legal cases, you know. Uh, In loco parentis, we will operate in place of the parents. And that's really what this is about. And people don't realize the full implications of this, and they don't realize how this is going to play out in their own particular family. Uh, let alone for what's happening with society. But it's a breakdown of the family uh, that is at, at the center of all this. And that's really what we're seeing in Memphis, the breakdown of society has been deliberate. It really has.
1: Well, again, you know, it's it's uh, look at the people. You know, I, I was up in Saratoga. That was one of the first racetracks in America mm-hmm. this past weekend. And um, for the races, a friend uh, invited me up. And the last time I was there about 20 years ago, it was heartbreaking to see the way the people were dressed and what they looked like. And um it 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 you once upon a time everybody was dressed sharply. And mm-hmm. now, you know, everybody looks the same. Guys wearing short pants, you shirts, you know, pull pullover shirt, like a t shirt, and 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 a hundred pounds overweight. You know, they used to have this great Fats Domino song. They called me, they called me the fat man because I weigh 200 pounds, 200 pounds now, it's like, hey, you're in good shape, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, we aspire to that. And
1: and so when I look Mm. at society, when you, again, you look at the music of the past, you know, Duke Ellington, Count Basie, you know, you look at the dignity, and the black cats were leading the charge, you know, with the music and the style, Mm -hmm. you know, they were ahead of it. And mm-hmm. now it's one bad rap, and and uh, and again, you know. So it, it's just so sad. It breaks my heart to see how this country has, ah, from the land of opportunity to the land of slave landia. Yeah. You know. Again, you know all the you know the big news again on the Cartoon News Network and on and on about how wonderful Dollar Tree is doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dollar General.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what they, uh, they want to take us down to. It, it truly is amazing. You know, for years ago, uh, we adopted my daughter from China. Uh, the people who had uh, been there previous 10 years, uh, they had seen a, a very rapid change. It used to be in China when they were poor, living under the more authoritarian. Um, of course, it still is authoritarian, and they still are poor relatively. But they, as they started having some upward mobility, uh, and it was big upward mobility for them. Uh, they went from a situation where they were all dressing in pajamas as peasants and the kids were typically not wearing pants, uh, you know, because it was just, uh, easier to, uh, uh, not bother with diapers or anything else like that. And then they would start dressing uh Western and, and, and we were going in the opposite direction, right? We're, we're dressing down. And so, uh, yes. that is the, that is the, the, uh, trend, I guess that, uh, we have, um, a, a, Common uh, serfdom worldwide. You know they only let the the Chinese people get up to a certain level, but then they bring us down to that level. That's the leveling. That's what the founders always called socialism. That idea has been around a very long time. Uh, Just a leveling of society to the lowest common denominator.
1: You know, uh, uh, again, it's heartbreaking to me, but I'm I'm doing everything I can, and you are too, and everybody out there must as well. If we don't unite, we're finished. And, and any imbecile thinks that, oh, what will happen with the midterm elections? Oh, you're going to put one crime syndicate in and, and for the other, you yeah. know, the bloods of the Crips, which is your favorite one.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: You know, I mean, come on. I mean, how could you, the Republicans, repulsive kids, yeah. you know, literally moron imbeciles. How could you look, look up to a, a little Lindsey Graham or an out of his mind Mitch McConnell? I mean, or a little Chucky e. Schumer. And that's the other thing. We should have term limits. This is a lot of crap. These little slime balls never work a day in their lives. All they do is been, you know, sucking off the public tit their whole lives.
0: I agree. Yeah, we we'll go back. They, they want to uh, imitate uh, uh, Gingrich's contract with America, right? You remember that? And, and it had 10 things. And, of course, the one thing that they didn't even try to do was, uh, term limits after they got elected. No, 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 we're not going to do term limits. They don't care about no. that at all. And of course, when you look at all the belly aching that's going on about the student loan debacle that, you know, where Biden just created by executive order and fiat didn't, they didn't even vote on this. Well, I'm just going to forgive uh, student loans. He just does it with an executive order. That's all based Gerald on Trump's executive order. That is 909 days old today. Uh, going back to March 13th, 2020, that we've talked about before, the Friday of the 13th, that yep. is the foundation for the student loans. And so these people will talk about, well, you know, we need to do something about that, but they won't talk about the foundation for it. Uh, they're not going to change anything. These Republicans aren't. No. No.
1: Again, but again, look, look at the, you're talking about executive order. How about, how about what, what's your favorite war? Yeah. The Vietnam War? No, you probably like the Korean War. I like the Afghan War. Give me the Iraq War. Yeah. All, Congress is supposed to vote on every war. They haven't voted. Executive order. What exe- that's what I'm trying to say yeah. going back to the queen. That's right. How they elevate these little clowns and people look up to these little jerks. That's right. You are right. nobodies. You are nobodies. They're better than you and me or anybody listening. Who the hell do they think they are? Oh, by the way, we don't pee and we don't poo. <laughs> no, we don't like you. We never, we're, we're perfect. Every day in our life is perfect.
0: That's right. Well, if they do, they got a groomer of the stool that's going to go around and grab it, just like they go <laughs> go around and grab it for George Bush or for Vladimir Putin, right? Yeah. Uh, here's something that, that kind of uh, combines a couple of different threads that you've been talking about over a while. Besides uh, the military-industrial complex and war, we've talked about how China has really set up a, uh, uh, you know, maneuvered themselves to have control over rare earth minerals. And here we have this absurdly expensive plane, the F-35, and they have stopped delivery of these. They've gotten about 58% of them delivered, according to the contract. They stopped delivery because they discovered that it's got a magnet that is using um, rare earth mater- materials that China controls the source of. And that's a big no-no, can't have it. But, Gerald, it's got... 920 pounds of rare earth minerals in it, not just this one magnet that they're talking about. And then there's a chart showing the Arleigh Burke uh, class of, um, I think it's destroyers, 5,200 pounds of rare earth in it. A Virginia class submarine has 9,200 pounds of rare earth. They've got us over a barrel, don't they?
1: Uh, it's a joke. I mean, look, look yeah. at the crap that the the the. the military-industrial complex builds. These F-35s have been a joke from the beginning. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah it's not just, <laughs> all they all rarely ships. rarely work, right? Uh, the
1: the yeah. guns don't work right and the rest of this stuff, yeah. And look at these stupid ships that they keep decommissioning that they build. Yeah. It's, 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 look at the clown that's our defense secretary. Oh, yeah. Where does he come from? Lloyd Austin. He came from the board of directors of Raytheon, the second largest defense contractor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm you know here's this is what we need in the new the new world order of america we need a new third party term limits no outside funding for campaigns give everybody an equal shot because the billionaires are controlling the whole thing a heavy tax on the billionaires like they had under during the Eisenhower administration. We didn't have billionaires back then. You had multimillionaires and, and foreign entanglements close all the bases overseas. What do you have? 800 of them.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Bring home the troops and secure the homeland. Oh, uh, how many uh, uh, is something like over a million immigrants came in this year or something? Uh, Some ridiculous number.
0: Yeah. They've got ladder crews, uh, Gerald. (laughs) They got ladder crews that are coming at night. They put the ladder on the wall and climb over. Who saw that coming? <laughs> right? The the wall was gonna save us all from everything. I I thought that was a joke from the very beginning. Of course they didn't build it. Uh no. but uh you know, couldn't even well, do yeah. that. But Trump
1: uh the damn thing he promised. No. only no. thing Trump did was lower the taxes for the rich. Yeah. His tax deal, according to the tax policy center. The 1% got 82% of all the value of it. He was Mm going to rebuild the infrastructure, build the wall. He's just a crappy. Again, it's a reality. uh, I I have the trademark presidential reality show. (laughs) And that's all it is around the world. What was Ronald Reagan?
2: Yeah.
1: A comedian, an actor. Yep. What was the little clown that got that arrogant guy? Schwarzenegger. (laughs) I could lift weights. I could take a lot of drugs to build my body. I could look really strong. And I would become the governor of California. And you get that vaccination because I get vaccinated all the time to make myself look big. (laughs) All right? Yeah. Look at what, oh, look at the jerk they got over there in Ukraine that everybody bows down to. The guy played a comedian banging his penis on a piano, playing the, in a sitcom that he was the president of, of Ukraine. Yep. You can't make this crap up. Yeah. And when you talk about crap, what was the first thing the crap heads did when they started the COVID war? They went out and bought toilet paper. <laughs> that's right i'm yeah. not making this up oh yeah yeah that's what it's fighting it, over rolls of toilet paper that's uh if I, if it that's
0: a excrement hits, hits, hits the fan scenario it, right there <laughs> they knew it was going to hit the fan so let's go get some toilet paper to clean up oh, yeah
1: there's no other way to clean yourself <laughs> other than with toilet paper i think the uh, aborigines were using toilet paper
0: oh <laughs> uh, that's that's true yeah the um well, you know, meanwhile, uh, Gerald, as you've been saying for quite some time, World War III has already started. Uh, it's now come out that uh, as as Musk, is uh, the communications going back and forth, uh, talking to other people about the acquisition of Twitter, and he says, you know, we might want to wait on that a little bit uh, because I don't really want to care if I've got this, if World War III is going to break out. Uh, That's kind of an interesting insight from uh, Elon Musk, don't you think? Uh, on yeah. the same page?
1: You know, that's the other thing. If these guys say it, then it means something.
0: That's right. Yes.
1: What the hell? What do you know? Well, if Musk says it, you know, Musk, it must be true. <laughs>
0: that's right. <laughs> and yeah. then
1: that's the other thing. Where are these billionaires? Not a penny from the billionaires to peace. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. That's right. Nothing. Well, I imagine. And everybody please stand to support us with occupiedpeace.com. You know, I'm putting my your, your money where your, our mouth is. Yeah, You know that you, you saw, you were here for the rallies. You see the kind of money we're putting into making these things happen. That's right. If first rate across the board.
0: That's right. That's right. And, yeah. And I think we're,
1: and, and look, look at if I had a rally to support the Ukraine war, Oh boy, all the media would have covered it. Yeah. But I had them for peace. You get nothing.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. They're, uh, they, they've got people who are spending thousands of dollars to get slogans and taunts put on missiles that are going to be launched by the Ukrainians against the Russians, those are Americans who are paying that kind of money, uh, but no money to support peace. You know, they'll, no. they'll put they'll put their uh, name or their taunt or some obscene uh, picture or something uh, on a on a missile and pay thousands of dollars to do that. There was an article a couple of weeks ago about that, uh, but not a penny to support peace. And I think no. the key thing about Elon Musk is not just that. Well, okay. Uh, he now says we're going to go into World War III. He's so tied in with a military-industrial complex oh. that, you know, these guys are openly telling him about this kind of stuff. And so it's like, yeah, we keep hearing this from everybody. Uh, it's kind of common knowledge, but nobody really wants to confront this, and nobody wants to confront these people, these elitists, who are pushing us into this. Uh, they they want to go along with it. They're, they're caught up in the in the war fever themselves instead of pushing back against it.
1: It's been going on forever. Yeah. I'm a Yankee doodle dandy, Yankee doodle do or die.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Real love of Uncle Sam, born <laughs> on the Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah. And With Will Wilson, could you get a slimy, a murderous, low life piece of scum crap than him?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, gave us World War One, gave us federal income tax, gave us the Federal Reserve. That's right. Again, yeah. as I say, Harvard, Princeton, Yale, bullets, bombs, and banks. Look at that little arrogant boy, Blinken.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Look at him. Another well, two, well, another, well, $2 billion, well, another two
0: billion dollars, another two billion dollars to uh, Zelensky this week. as a surprise visit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Surprise
0: no
1: surprise. <laughs> yeah. Senators mm-hmm. press Biden on tracking U.S. aid tied to harming civilians in Yemen. Yeah. Yeah, Blinken was the clown boy under the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner Barack Obama, that launched the Saudi war against Yemen back in 2015, and Blinken went over there to give them quote intelligence. We sp- billions and billions and tens of billions of dollars to slaughter people in Yemen. Yes. Brought to you by the United States. Nothing about the worst humanitarian crisis on Earth. Oh, but a Ukrainian was killed and her daughter. You know, oh, that's a big deal. But, yeah, I mean, he's, you got to blow them away. Well, how about Ethiopia? Lovely what's going on. What's in Ethiopia? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a place in Africa. Well, yeah, hey, how about those Yankees, huh? You know, they think the Mets need a better second base. You know, I mean, that's the mentality of America.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah, and when we see what is happening, a lot of people looking um... – Former military guy who's got a site, a moon of Alabama. Uh, he's yeah. looking at this and he says, uh, When you, they, uh, you actually had the Washington Post get in and interview some of the Ukrainian troops in the hospital. And they said, there's absolutely, we're getting slaughtered out there. There's absolutely no way that um, they're going to win in this counteroffensive." but they just keep adding more and more weapons into the mix. That's why you got this surprise visit from Blinken. And of course, you know, another $2, trillion, $2 billion, who cares? Uh, there's no controls, no fiscal controls, no legal controls on any of the stuff. These people are just acting as independent dictators but it is mass suicide. It's suicide of Ukraine. It is suicide of Europe. And then in the bigger picture, you bring in World War III, which is global suicide.
1: Yep. Again, you look at the cover of our Trends Journal two days before Russia invaded Ukraine. COVID war, Ukraine war, world war.
2: Yeah, that's right. And
1: that's where we're at. And that, you know, on the COVID front, by the way, we're going to be putting out an article. All the stuff that you read now, they blame on, they refer back to the pandemic, caused by the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Not caused by the pandemic, caused by low-life pieces of scum crap politicians. Close down your business. That's right. You're going to close down your restaurant. You can't sit at the bar. Stand six feet apart. That's right. They're closing down your schools. No, the pandemic didn't do it. Politicians did it. But the importance of this, David, is how they rewrite history.
0: Yes. And they're doing it now.
1: People are going to look back and say, oh, this happened because of the pandemic. Not because of the clowns, the arrogant little Andy Cuomo's, the arrogant Gavin Newsom's. The ambulance witness with is not because of them, because of the slime balls over in Italy, the first ones to close down following the Chinese way, not because of them, because of the pandemic. That's right. Oh, and that's the other thing. How many people do you know personally that died of COVID?
0: I don't know anybody who died of COVID. I don't either. I don't even know anybody that they claim that died with a COVID test. Uh, I don't know anybody that uh,
1: all right. died with it. And that's the thing. Yeah. If it was a pandemic, we would all know several people that died from this thing. That's right. And that's everybody right. I ask, this is what I get. Well, I don't know anybody, but my friend's friend, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I know somebody, you know, what were their conditions? Well, you know, he had, he had cancer or, you know, well, he was obese. Mm-hmm. Again, six one to 17-year-olds in the United States, there are about 72 billion, million, 72 million, one to 17-year-olds. In two years, according to the CDC, 693 died. Yeah, that's right. So you're telling me 693 people died out of 72 million? Get the hell out of here. Well, don't you care? Hey, hey, don't be... That's no number at all. People die of everything every day. Oh, according to the CDC, 61% were obese.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: And that's America.
0: It doesn't matter how few the number of people died from COVID based on demographic. They played that. Out the wazoo. And then when you start showing people dropping dead from the vaccine and you say, well, look, uh, this is happening. We have the spike as the vaccination start. And then five months after that, we have an even bigger spike. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, there's nothing to see there. It's just rare. Anytime any of that stuff happens, it's just rare. But it wasn't rare when you had fewer people dying uh, during the so-called COVID pandemic then died. uh, You have more people dying after the vaccines roll out, but you know, one of them is rare and the other one, and we don't even need to look at it, but the other one, we're going to shut down the entire world in a way that's never been done before. Yeah, it's pretty clear. I think what's happening right now, Gerald, is uh, there is a positioning. I think ultimately they're going to have to take us to a world war. Uh, They're going to have to create all of these, uh, uh, you know, the the austerity and the rest of the stuff with uh, destroying our energy supplies or food supplies and that type of thing because people are starting to wake up. They can't hide the bodies. And so now they're starting to jostle around trying to distance themselves from Trump if they're conservatives, if they're liberals. You see a lot of liberals now uh, the Democrats who are trashing all this stuff when Trump was rushing it—you don't want to take that stuff. It hasn't been tested, and it's from Trump. And then they jumped on it and they mandated it. And now, even though you got a group of them saying, "Well, this this is you know because Trump rushed it," some of them are starting to say that now. But they're still trying to mandate it. You still have the Biden administration still trying to push this through with the. Um, with the military, you have other jurisdictions that are trying to push it through uh, in the schools, even in Washington, D.C. You know, they, the unions back them off, but this, they're trying to push on the school kids in Washington, D.C., the va- vaccine.
1: Again, for people that want a religious exemption, go to freedompeacejustice.com, freedompeacejustice.com. And we provide, they've been 99.9%, 99.99%. That's good. Uh, for getting religious vaccine exemptions. Yes, and we've we've got the best of the best right that wrote this and, and put all the facts in there.
2: That's good. And
1: then going back to the vaccine, let's go number one, you, you mentioned about the Biden administration. Again, we wrote about this in the Trends Journal. Going back when Trump was pushing it, Kamala Harris, Biden, they all said, why would you get this thing? It's being rushed through. Clown Cuomo shooting his fat mouth off too. I wouldn't trust anything under the Trump administration coming out with a vaccine and then after Trump (laughs) lost, they all promoted the vaccine. Yeah. Number two, Pfizer gave Trump, uh, Biden a million dollars, the maximum that they could have given him in his inauguration.
0: Uh, yeah, that's right. Well, it, it is pretty clear, I think to a lot of people. And, uh, if it wasn't for this war thing, I would look at it as, um, overall a positive thing because people have become skeptical about the entire pharmaceutical industry and they should be. And we've been talking about this. You've been talking about it. I've been talking about it for years and years. It's one of the reasons why we weren't taken in by this thing because this wasn't our first rodeo. Uh, But um, now people are starting to wake up to that. And I think that's a key reason why they have to take us to war uh, with all this to cover it up.
1: You know what I keep saying? When all else fails, they take you to war.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: And go back. When, when did World World War Two start? You know, after the Great Depression.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Where did World War One start? The whole banking system, everything was collapsing. All of you, all over Europe. You let's, know, they take you to war. What,
2: happen- to- what
1: happened? What happened? What happened um, when the dot com bust? People don't know this at all. The dot- again. We forecast in the trench Journal, it's right now, in magazine, October nineteen ninety nine we said that the dot-com bust would happen by the second quarter of 2000. It did. It happened in March of 2000. One, the, on the day before 9-11, the NASDAQ was down 66%. We go to war against Afghanistan. Everybody forgot about the dot-com bust, and they created the fake real estate boom yeah. with the subprime mortgages and all that. Yeah. And now... What people don't realize is that the economy was going down very sharply before the COVID war began in January of 2020, the year of the rat, Chinese Lunar New Year. (laughs) You go back to 2019, September, remember the repo market with the Federal Reserve pumping Mm in $7 trillion?
0: Yeah, we talked about it a lot of different times, didn't we? Yeah. We were on that all, yeah.
1: Go back, go back to December, 2018, the stock market was crashing. Trump pressured, pressured, pressured Powell to lower interest rates. Mm -hmm. And in January, they did to artificially boost the markets up again. What I'm saying is this was going down before the COVID. Now COVID happens the damage that has been inflicted by these draconian mandates has destroyed the lives and livelihoods of billions of people around the world. You're going to see a crash in the office commercial sector, real estate sector, that's unparalleled. You're looking at office occupancy rate at best in the United States around 45%. That means all the businesses that depended on commuters, Benito, over 30% of all the dry cleaners dried up, out of business. All, the, all of the happy hours, no more, gone. No more happy hours. So what I'm saying is now they covered up that damage by pumping in some $9 trillion of phony money just in the United States to artificially boost up the economy during the COVID war. And now you can multiply this around the world.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: So now that money's drying up, as interest rates are going up, the economy is going to crash and it'll get the people's minds off it when there's been a nuclear blah, 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 blah. And we have to go fight for our freedom and democracy, blah, 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 blah. And everybody will be saluting and cheering and marching on.
0: That's right, that's right. Yeah, this new person that uh, Liz trusts in the UK, uh, she came out uh, doing something that is essentially like Trump's PPP. You know, we're going to uh, have a uh, an energy subsidy for households, not for businesses. And sixty percent of the manufacturing is going to have to shut down because they can't afford the electricity. So you're not going to have a job. Uh, You're not going to have anything else. But you know, for your home heating, we're going to subsidize that. I thought, wow, that's that's kind of a just like PPP from uh, Trump. That's kind of a gradual move towards universal basic income. In this particular case, we'll get you your universal basic energy, and uh, we'll keep you warm during the winter and things like that. But uh, you're not going to have a job. You're not going to have any goods to buy and that type of thing. That's the direction that they're moving people. And this again is coming from a conservative. You know, just <laughs> like we had uh, from Trump. This is how they can roll this stuff out. Put out communism by a global communism offered to you on a platter by a conservative Liz Truss or conservative Donald Trump.
1: Yeah, they're not conservative. Yeah,
0: that's the label, yeah. Yeah,
1: (laughs) and again, that's another one freak after another. Look at that clown they had, Boris Johnson. Yeah. Now (laughs) now there's Truss, by the way, and she's calling herself the new Iron Lady.
2: (laughs) She's wrestling.
1: The murderer of crazy lunatic that was running the show before yeah yeah you like what happened in the falkland islands what the hell are you doing off the coast of argentina you're over in the uk you know but anyway she's a big
0: neocon she's got she could be instead of the iron lady she could be the rust lady maybe
1: (laughs) yeah well she might be because she also was asked you know how she would feel if she had to press the nuclear button
0: yeah oh yeah
1: and she said i would do it yeah I would do it twice. she repeated it. I would do it. I got a clown that's going to press the nuclear button. Why I'm the Prime Minister. There's the Prince and the Prime Minister. I'm right there on the same level. We are in control of your life. I know better than you.
0: yeah, yeah, she doesn't have a problem pressing the uh, button because she's got a, a nuclear bunker that she's going to be in. That's, yeah, big deal
1: That's the other thing. yeah, these clowns building their bunkers. What are you, out of your mind? You want to live in a life? What are you, what are you if, if a nuclear thing goes off, man, I hope I'm near it so I just go into dust. and don't have to live after it.
0: Yeah, that was one of the guys I used to work with. He said, uh, if there's a nuclear war, he goes, I'm going to take my speakers and put them up on the roof and just sit there. I want to go out in the first wave. I don't want to yeah. be around when the zombie oh, hordes start and everybody starts fighting. You know, I just want to listen to some tunes and get blown away in the first wave. And I agree with that. I, I was just yeah. talking this last week, Gerald, about uh, an in-depth article from a guy who identified himself as a Marxist journalist, but he hangs out with tech, and so he got invited by a bunch of these uh, tech billionaires to to talk to them about the uh, you know the future and if the event happens, and the event could be nuclear war, it could be any kind of chaotic thing, right? And and he says, you know, he, he goes through this long art, uh, long process with them, and he goes eventually, I realized that what these guys were trying to do was try to work through some of the moral dilemmas, you know, like what happens when somebody shows, I'm not so much worried about the big hordes of people that are attacking my stronghold here, trying to get my uh, food and ammunition, as I am the moral issue of the lady showing up at the uh, gate with a baby in her arms asking for food. And, uh, that's, that's the real issue. And that's really what these people in positions like Liz Trust and the clowns like Bojo and in, in the UK and then our clowns over here, Biden and Trump, uh, that's really what they've been able to um uh, just shove to the side. Uh, that type of thing really doesn't bother them.
1: No, they don't care. Yeah. They don't care about the people. Yeah. They care about themselves.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: That's all they care about. <laughs> Again, you know, it, it's a global. I look at, look at the clown play in the, 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 the president of of France, little Catson Macron, the Rothschild boy. Mm-hmm. arrogant, you couldn't get more arrogant than a little piece of nothing like him. Again, anybody that wants war or supports war, put on your military drag and go fight. Or shut your mouth.
2: Yeah. That's right. Oh,
1: by the way, the number that, the, the number, the, the money that we've sent to Ukraine since the war began, 67 billion.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's more than uh, the Russian military budget annually. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty amazing.
1: $67 billion as the country's going down the crapper. Oh, by the way, another thing that, you know, we get, I'm blacklisted from the media. We send out, you know, thousands and thousands of press releases, but we're not getting anything on it. I've come up with a homeless solution. And, and it's very simple. The putting people in, quote, homeless shelters The shelters are costing billions and billions of dollars. We have the numbers there. You're putting them in a room, in a city. They want to get out of their room, now they're hanging out in the city or they're living out in the streets. You're in a shelter, like a bomb shelter? So why get them out of there? And like they used to have Boys Town, like that old movie used to be. We do the same thing, we have homeless towns. So like where I am up in Kingston, not far from here, there was a place called the Borst Belt, where all the famous actors and comedians used to be, when they used to call it the Jewish Alps. Mm-hmm. When, when, you know, it's in the Catskill Mountains, the foothills of the Catskills. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then when the, when the jet set started to happen, all that stuff went down. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. The Grossinger's, Brown's, beautiful hotels, all rotted to nothing. Rebuild these places. Get the people out of the cities and put them on this beautiful property and give them things to do. Work with their hands in the summer, and the spring, work in the yards, you know, growing, growing uh, vegetables and plants and doing things, working with their hands. Build homeless towns. Get them out of the cities.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Did you see anything negative about that?
0: No, as a matter of fact, in this area, there's a church around here locally that I know that they're a part of, and they're one of many different groups that support this. But there is a farm where they're taking people who are addicted to one substance or the other. And they take them out of that urban environment and they put them on the farm and they're getting them back to the land and back to nature yeah. and then selling that stuff. They got like a farmer's market where they sell the produce. Exactly that type of thing. That's, what's, so that's
1: what I want to do. And yeah. I'm getting absolutely no coverage for it.
0: Wow. No. Wow. Yeah. Well, they don't want a solution.
1: Even a guy, by the way, that's running against Chucky e. Schumer on the Republican party. He's not getting any media at all. I met with him even donated to one of his events. And I came out, you know, I'm going way back. And I said, look, you should come out. I said, "You, in order for you to win New York State, you got to win the the vote in, in, the, in the metropolitan area, New York City area. When the COVID war, uh, when the Ukraine war came out, I said, you should come out as a peace candidate. Didn't listen to a thing I said. Hmm. Then I told him about the homeless solution. Hasn't listened to a thing I said. And nobody even knows the guy's running against Schumer. Schumer's going to blow him out.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, they want to keep doing the same thing over and over again. It's a definition of insanity. And they also don't want to pay any attention to the fundamental issues. When I was looking at the House plans from Kevin McCarthy saying, we're going to put together a commitment to America, right? And we're going to focus on four different areas. you know, One of them is safety, of course, and then uh, the future, freedom, and, and that type of thing. They don't mention anything at all about executive orders, about martial law. They don't mention anything about CBDC either. And uh, this last week, there's been no reports of this, Gerald, except uh, we know that um, more than 180 days ago, you had uh, Biden put out an executive order to all the different branches of government telling them to come up with their reports for how they're going to support a central bank, digital currency, and a complete rewriting of our financial system. And all those reports are due on Monday. And, of course, they're putting this stuff together, and they're going to roll this stuff out. But nobody in the press wants to talk about it. Uh, Nobody in uh, the GOP wants to talk about it because they want to see this thing happen as well, don't they?
1: Yep. I look, go back to the Trends Journal, go back over two years ago, from dirty cash to digital trash.
0: That's right. That's right,
1: and they're doing this so they know every penny we spent, where we spent it, what we spent it on, so they could get their money because they're politicians and bureaucrats that never work a day in their life that keep you know sucking off the system. Yeah, simple as that. There
0: was something I I reported earlier today, and and I thought it was interesting because with this coming uh, coming through, and and we know that this is really their orientation because as the office of the uh, the control of the currency uh, he put that uh, put up for for that position Omarova, who is a literal Marxist she graduated from a Russian Marxist University oh, right and so she wanted to redo the entire financial system and that's one of the four areas that they want to study so they want to redesign the complete financial system uh, number two they want law enforcement agencies to figure out how they're going to force us into this then they've got the people who are going to work out the technical details and the fourth one uh, Gerald is about saving the planet, and how they're going to save all of this, um, you know, resources and everything by going with a central bank digital currency, demonizing um, uh, the cryptocurrencies. And so there was an article, Ethereum is going to be changing the way they're set up and, and the big justification for this, instead of having the proof of work, which keeps them honest, they're going to go to a proof of stake and they say, well, we can save uh, 99% of the energy. And so you've got the World Economic Forum and other people are are looking at Ethereum. And so there's the concern that maybe they're going to do this pretty quickly when they decide to do it. And maybe they might just piggyback it on top of Ethereum. Have you seen anything about it? What do you think about how they're going to roll this thing out and, and how far away we are uh, from the digital trash, as you've called it for years? It
1: could happen at any time. You know, it could happen in a day. Uh, Look, turn in your gold. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Franklin Roosevelt did it right after he got elected. That's right. In 1933. That's right. Like that. And then again, one thing you also uh, need to mention is, you well know, to make sure that they're getting every penny that we have. They just gave the IRS what?
0: eighty seven thousand new guys, yeah,
1: yeah eighty billion dollars,
0: yeah, that's right, eighty
1: billion dollars, yeah, and oh, they're going to go after no, they're not going after the they're going after the mom and pop businesses that are left of them, and all of us small people, and I think
0: a big part of that is going to be you know, putting these people out to 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 stamp out cryptocurrency or stamp out anything that's going to be um you know ferret out and to enforce this CBDC. i d c I've been saying I think that's what this army of IRS agents is going to That's be right. primarily focused on that. I'm yeah. that in. yeah, I agree.
1: No, this is, this is a dictatorship that we have. We don't have a democracy anymore. And there's something else, you know, that we've been endowed by our creator with the unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. A declaration of independence. You never hear the word happiness ever mentioned. That's true. And if you read George Washington's farewell address, he mentions the importance of happiness several times in his farewell address. Happiness is not a word that is, it's, it's prohibited. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not allowed anymore. You're not allowed to have happiness. And by the way, with the COVID war, what did they do? They sucked the joy out of life.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. And when you look at what these guys talked about, when they were saying pursuing happiness, uh, to them, it, it wasn't simply, uh, Hey, I've got a lot to eat. I've got a new horse to ride or a new car, or I've got some new video games. Happiness really for them was the pursuit of higher virtue. You know, yeah. they were focused on something that was something. That's another thing we don't talk about. We don't talk about Liberty. We don't talk about happiness. And we don't, certainly don't talk about virtue. I mean, that is, you don't talk about something that's archaic. The idea a virtue who wants that nobody wants virtue anymore not in this society no yeah that's
1: you amazing. know people tell me you know why don't you stop why don't you why don't you, you know, you're not going to win but I, don't not don't, don't talk to me like that you know don't don't you tell me what to do because if you did something and everybody listening did something we could win
0: i agree i agree
1: and that's it's the cowards out there that are killing this, this this the country. It's the cowards that aren't putting their money, their soul, their spirit, and their passion where their mind is. And they're letting dictators run and rule and ruin their lives. You know, I'm, I'm, as you know, I'm 15 minutes here from Woodstock. Woodstock, oh yeah, Woodstock, oh yeah. No, that's not that Woodstock anymore. It's libtard land. <laughs>
0: that's right. They,
1: They can't stand me. You know why? Because I won't swallow their crap. Why, how dare you not swallow the crap that I swallow? I believe everything our politicians tell me. I swallow their crap, and we don't like you, Salenti, because you won't swallow the crap that I swallow.
0: Yep, I agree. I agree. Along those same lines, you know, just pushing back, Gerald, I've got this story here from the UK and the, the title inside the parking ticket tribunals where two out of three drivers win their appeals, we're talking about parking tickets. You would think that'd be a slam dunk. They've got you, right? But if the people and even in the UK, they get a parking ticket. If they go to one of these things and fight it, they found that two thirds of the people, uh, get out of the parking ticket because they fight back. I had situations, the whole time I was in Texas, whenever i get a, a speeding ticket, I would demand a jury trial. And um, I, I basically just beat them down with that because they didn't want to give me a jury trial. And I was demanding a jury trial. So, you yeah. know, if you fight them on this, and I didn't have the time where I could get a jury trial, so it was kind of a bluff. But, you know, if you fight them on this stuff, uh, that's the key thing. And you have to fight even if you know you're not going to win because the it is the process. You know, it is doing the right thing is like uh, Martin Luther said. If I knew I was going to the world was going to end tomorrow, I would still plant a tree today. You have to do it because it's the right thing. Because the journey is the issue. It isn't even the destination, but it's the journey that's the issue. Journey. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. Right. You know. Uh, yep. Um, you know. They say critical care nurses say that the greatest regret of people that are dying is they didn't live the life that they could have lived, right. lived. That's right. That's right. they sold themselves out with the work they did and by not doing what they should have done and again you know I want to make this 100% clear I'm not the same guy I was when I was a younger guy I mean the crap that I pulled in my life holy again I was killing environmental legislation at the height of the environmental movement back in the 70s you know in DC at 20 28 years old I'm staying at the Willard Hotel and putting my meetings on the Hay Adams you know like uh, and and all the other stuff I've done in my life, but you grow up and you keep learning. And the older you get, the shorter your 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 spirit is to to take crap. You know, don't tell me if you haven't been there. Don't tell me what it was. That's right. That's why you're listening to, by the way, Dr. Paul Craig Roberts. If you read his articles, boy, you know this guy was the Assistant Treasury Secretary. Oh yeah. Of the oh, he's great this guy his temper is gone man it you know don't give me the crap anymore he's calling him out phil giraldi former cia guy you read his stuff and 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 one after another you know he's had it calling out israel one after another you know so when you've been around a long time and you see the game you know tell me what it was if you haven't been there
0: that's right that's right now that's the way i feel uh, when I see the uh, play acting and all the rest of the stuff that's happening with some of these people. I have no patience for it anymore. Gerald, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, it's always a pleasure having you on, always interesting. And uh, trendsresearch.com uh, is where you'll find Trends Journal, one of the best uh, publications you're going to find anywhere. Thank you so much for joining us, Gerald. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you.